The opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those of the owner, staff, or management of this radio station. Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the many resources that are available in both the public and private sector, and we'll be sharing helpful information from women all over the world. We'll cover everything military from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder to navigating government programs dealing with family issues to the struggles of deployment along with being a working mother both in and out of the home. This is Military Mom Talk Radio, and here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Military moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd. And Robin, I got to tell you, I'm so excited for today's show. I couldn't even sleep last night. It's a great show. We have, and we're really going to get into some very, very interesting topics today. Uh, we have two great guests, Sandra. Tell us a little bit about them. You three know, great, I should Trudy, say three great guests. But Trudy Harris is coming up. Did we lose Sandra? I think we did, you know, because she's on a cell phone, and I know she's just trying to get into her office. Um, her her traffic situation was a little congested, so she didn't have a chance to uh, get into the office line. Um, our first guest, and she was starting to talk about Trudy Harris, who has written uh, a number of books, um, of which uh, are very, very in-depth topics, um, the first title is Glimpses of Heaven, and these are true stories of hope and peace at the end of life's journey. And when talking about death, sometimes we uh, are, we can be very uncomfortable. We might have difficulty beginning to talk about it, but I think as um, Trudy will attest, and she has done this for, and I think I've read about 30 some odd years, this is actually a very blessed place to be, is is to help somebody in their final days or weeks or months um, until they begin their next journey. Oh, uh, what's, oh are you back with us, Sandra? I'm back. I don't know what happened. You know, I was racing up the freeway to make the show through the rain, cell service the whole time, and then I sit down in front of my office, put my feet up, turn the computer on, and the phone drops. Well, I know. I heard a click, and I said, oh, I think we lost Sandra, so I just started talking away. I talked a little bit about Trudy, and then I also want to let people know uh, that later on in the show, we have uh, two guests, Jason and Caitlin, from Troop Swap, and this is so fascinating to me, and all of you who are currently military or veterans, and it doesn't matter how old, how long ago you served, uh, these people definitely are, they got your back. <laughs> they're they're going to give us lots of great advice. Um, uh, Sandra, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit first segment that May is Military Appreciation Month. Um, had have we had a chance to talk about that yet? We haven't. We haven't. And you know, I'm so glad that 
um, Military Appreciation Month is coming around, and I see around town a lot of different things that are specific towards the military family, and that is something that I hadn't seen in years past. You know, every once in a while we'd see a promotion, um, but I think really people are getting on board in understanding that the family is as important to support, maybe if not more in some respects, Absolutely. in order to help our military personnel do their job. Absolutely. Uh, I'm, I'm actually on a couple of different websites here, one of which is um, the National Military Appreciation Month website, and it's nmam.org. It does give a lot of links to other places. If you're lucky enough to be down in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, they celebrate all month long, and they have a ton of stuff going on between uh, parades and uh, special days days and events and picnics and all kinds of family things. But if you go to N November, um, and I forget what the, the name, the M-A-M is, <laughs> um, but nmam.org, it gives a list over in the sidebar of, of a bunch of stuff that you might not have thought about to do in order to uh, show your appreciation. I think so many times we say, okay, we want to send a little something or, or say thank you to somebody, but there's a lot of um, action steps over here on the left, which is really great. That is, that is. I mean, you know, I think that people get involved in so many different ways, and it's and it's so much fun. You know, there was outside of my Sam's Club this weekend was the Blue Star Moms. And oh, they perfect. were collecting for Blue Star families. And, you know, everybody was having such a good time, even though it was, you know, such a difficult reason to get together. To yeah. see everybody involved in having fun and supporting each other was really, really great. One of the things that I would like to sort of put out there, some people who have served, uh, and it's my husband Steve has, has had the opportunity to do this, is to check with your local schools and ask them if you can come in as a guest speaker for either some of their history, their current events, uh, depending on the age level. Steve has gone in through the high schools and done uh, um, talks actually about Vietnam. They had a whole subject about the Vietnam War as opposed to just a general history class. Um, this was very specific. The questions that the kids ask you are amazing, but it also puts a face and a name and an actual experience to a war that is so far removed from these young people that it's very difficult for them to even... I, and I don't mean this negatively, but how they, they're almost not having a respect for the people who have served because they haven't a clue of actually personally what went on. So having the ability to have veterans go in and speak in front of classes like this brings it right into the classroom, brings it to those children, and they have a whole new perspective of what a, a serviceman or a, a soldier or a Marine has done. Absolutely. Absolutely, Rob. You know, it's so amazing to me when I look at the changes in the history books and what's being taught and, and really what's being forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. It's very true. And I think so many times things get a little filtered and it gets a little more edited. Editorialized, 
And of course, every story is different. Just as we've had the folks from Military Writers Society of America coming to us, um, each everybody's got a story. And Joyce Faulkner would say that, and so does um, uh, 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 Dwight Zimmerman. I, his name escaped me for a second there. Uh, so yeah, every everybody has a story, and uh, so we're encouraging them to share. But definitely. I think it's yeah. yeah. so wonderful. We definitely want people, though, to reach out. If, if you're an employer, take a look at a veteran for your next position that you've got open. Um, you know, uh, write a letter to the editors. Uh, so many times we get complaint complaintive letters to the editors the papers filled with so many negative things i think it'd be really nice to uh write a a great letter just saying i appreciate the freedoms that we have because of our our heroes absolutely and i love that you know there's so many creative ways to get involved you know that don't require you always opening up your pocketbook because i think when people hear about getting involved that's the first thing they think about yeah yeah, it's true. Um, and and there, in this case, there's certainly a lot to do in order to um, to bring recognition here. Yeah, I, so I, I wanted to make sure we talked a little bit about that today. That is, that's super important. I mean, I just think, um, you know, the Military Appreciation Month gets more important as this war drags on because I really think a lot of people forget that we are still at war, and I saw a great... National Geographic show um, this weekend uh, about Inside the Rescue Mission, and it really hit home as to just what is still going on over there, even though most of the public consciousness, I think, you know, the war doesn't make front-page headlines anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely. I think you're right. When, when was this on, Sandra? This was a National Geographic special that was featured over the weekend, and it was uh, National Geographic, through the Army, had been able to put 40 cameras, and they followed um, a rescue these rescue uh, um, personnel, special forces. And, you know, you got to see the topography. You got to see the urban um, warfare aspect of it. You got to see them on the rescue missions, and you got to watch them land. I mean, it was really a great bird's-eye view. But it put into perspective what our men and women are still going through over there with respect to our comfortable, you know, stateside existence. Yeah, isn't that true? Uh, There's been, there was also a TV show I know Steve was watching and it was, um, it was shadowing some troops over in Afghanistan and it really uh, did bring it home. And I was thinking, oh my word, if I were a mom right then and there, knowing that was where my son or daughter was, that would be, that would be hard to watch, I think. As much as I want to know the environment that my children are in, I think I'd have trouble with that. I did. I had trouble with that without kids or a spouse over there. You know, it's very difficult to watch at times. You know, but one of those things where it's like I'm so glad that civilians get a chance to have a window into that world that's not just rah, 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 we got Bin Laden, look at this great, you know, slick, glossy movie. Right, Um, yeah. That's really important. 
Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, it very, it's it's great that we have such a transparent world right now. That we have such communication. Uh, our soldiers can and our Marines can send us an, an email or or Skype us or whatever. But on the other hand, yeah, <laughs> I think it really does. Uh, it does make it a little harder to uh, for for us waiting waiting at home very. Impatiently. Uh, Sandra, we're going to head off to a break right now. On the other side of the break, we have author Trudy Harris. She's an RN and was a hospice nurse for more than 22 years and former president of the Hospice Foundation for Caring. And during that time, she was at the side of so many people going from this earth to the to the next place and we want to talk a lot with her today about the glimpses of heaven that she witnessed with all of the people she was with be back in a moment with trudy harris here on military mom talk radio Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Do holidays and celebrations get you down and leave you feeling frazzled? Then join Sandy Fowler and her guests on Heartfilled Holidays every Monday at noon, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Sandy will help you discover the secrets to having the celebrations you've always dreamed of while adding fun and meaning to your life. From Valentine's Day to Christmas to special family events, Sandy Fowler will show you how to put the fun and meaning back into those special days by taking a look at what we can do to turn the upcoming holidays into cherished memories and show us how to allow it to intertwine with everyday life. For more on the show, Sandy, and to receive Sandy's Holiday Happiness Booklet, go to HeartfilledHolidays.com. Then get set to discover the secrets to creating happy holidays and happy everydays by joining Sandy Fowler and her guests on Heartfilled Holidays every Monday at noon Eastern Standard Time on Toginet.com. Are you ready to start rocking that woohoo that only you do? Because Lisa Stedman is on a mission. She will dare you, challenge you, enlighten you, provoke and empower you to bring out that inner woohoo. Lisa is an internationally acclaimed best-selling author. She is a breakup expert, a brand consultant, CEO of Woohoo Inc. and the Woohoo Radio Network. She will show you how to take your boohoo and turn it into woohoo. Get rebellious and get real. Get your dreams off the back burner. Get inspired and motivated to take action. Start rocking that woohoo that only you do in love, life, and business. She is going to be here for you every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. We'll put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Uncle Sam, put your name at the top of his list and a statue of liberty started shaking. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. 
covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd, and have we got a treat for you. We are going to bring on our guest, Trudy Harris. She is the author of Glimpses of Heaven and More Glimpses of Heaven, and these are wonderful, wonderful books. Uh, If you or someone you know has lost uh, someone they love or is in hospice care. They provide so much great comfort and resource. And I got to tell you, Rob, I put up Trudy on Facebook and asked people to send in questions. I got over 100 responses. That's amazing. That just shows you um, how much this is so needed. It's a comfort, but it's also, uh, it's very cathartic. It is, it is, and the dying process is something that will affect all of us, and I'd like to go right to Trudy, because I think everybody wants to hear more than, uh, more what she has to say than me. (laughs) Hello there. (laughs) I'm so happy to be talking to you and to your audience. Thank you so much. Oh, Trudy, I've got to tell you first, thank you, thank you so much for writing this book, for bringing this information not only to me and my family, I have given away your book countless times, and it filled such a need. And one of the most popular questions that came into our Facebook was, why did you decide to write this book now? You know, you've got 30 Mm -hmm. years under your belt. Mm -hmm. What motivated you to bring this book to the public? You know, I spoke to a group this morning of a couple hundred women, and that was the first question I was asked. (laughs) Uh, My dad had been uh, left at 17 when his father died, and he put his sisters all through school, and they all became nurses. And about 15 years old, he said to me, I believe God has given you the gifts to make you a very good nurse. Become a nurse. And at that time, if your dad told you something like that, you didn't think about it again. And so I steered in the direction of becoming a nurse, which turned out to be the best thing I ever did in my whole life, second to um, only to marrying my husband and having wonderful babies with him. But he... um, I went to St. Clair's Hospital in New York City, was trained by the St. Francis of Assisi nuns, the Franciscans, and they just gave us the most wonderful training for three solid years, 36 months, and told us always, remember, remember, the patient is the only one that matters. I never planned to write a book, never had any thought, never wrote anything except little scribble poems. However, when my patients started to tell me things they saw, people they saw, things they heard, heavenly visions, angels, at first I said, well, too much medication, uh, toxicity of illness, um, hallucinations. But after a little while, when children at three and people at 93 were telling me the very same things, I started to listen very, very carefully. Wow. Yes. And I I started to write down on the corners of their face sheets with all their medications and laxatives and things on it, things that they asked me, things that they told me. 
And I'd wonder, how does that child know to say that? How does that man who has no academic background, how does he understand something so profound? So I just started writing the things that people said to me. Now, Trudy, this brings me to another popular that showed up uh, this week on Facebook with regard to your work. Did you see a marked difference between those patients who were on, like, uh, pain meds, hallucinatory meds, those things like that? Was it different? Did they experience different things? You know, because people know, is it a tribute gives to ease our passing? Yeah. No, no, not at all. In the beginning, I did worry about that. I thought, as I just said, medications or hallucinations or whatever. But there was never any difference. People had these experiences when they were on no meds because they had no pain. They weren't on anything, not something as simple as a diuretic. You keep breaking up. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know she is. She's just breaking up. Uh, but were you finding that they that there was such consistent uh, replies and responses? Oh yes, oh yes. People told the same stories. Oh, I see heaven. It's so beautiful. There are colors that we have no names for. Oh, I see an angel. Oh, he's eight feet tall, and they were always he. I told a patient one day, oh, you're such a chauvinist. You keep saying he. And he laughed, and he looked away, and then he looked back at me, and he said, oh, he's a he. But they were always eight feet high. They were always dressed in a white that was so translucent um, that it could not be explained in our kinds of words. And they almost always said the same thing, whether they were a little child oh, it's not like any white I've ever seen, or a more articulate adult saying, well, we don't have a name for this white in our vocabulary. But they said the very same things. When they spoke about heaven, they spoke about the flowers and not having names for some of them, not having names for the colors of some of them. And the fact, and children and middle-aged and elderly people said this, no two flowers are exactly the same. None are bent in the same direction. None are really all the same colors. And by the time I'd heard that over and over, I thought to myself, I had better start writing this down. What does this mean? This is so remarkable. And I'm wondering, were you uh, privy to their, say, religious background? Were these from people of lots of different denominations that were still attesting to these similar uh, visions? Yes, they were from every denomination and no denomination. None, none whatsoever. They were from people who were just beginning to recognize that there was a God who was wooing them. He had created them, and he wanted them back home with him. And what you saw at the bedside was this compassionate, gentle, loving, forgiving, wooing God. People say, well, why do you say wooing? Because they were being wooed. They were being drawn. They were being given information and visions that only could come from God. And you could see the patient moving toward them, toward God. Uh, Hmm. Patients very often uh, were very close to the end. They didn't respond in any way. They took nothing in. They excreted nothing. And when they would wake up after two or three days, and I said to one man, where have you been? (laughs) And he looked up at me, and he smiled, and he said, oh, I've been with God. 
And I said, and what did he tell you? Now, he had two sons, one of whom he had sent away at 17 because he was a drug addict. And he said, I need to see, I forget that son's name, but I need to see him now. And the mother had always kept in touch with him. So she got in touch with him. He came that day. He went into his dad's room, closed the door for about three hours. And when the door opened, they were beaming, beaming. And they had settled their differences. They had forgiven one another. And, and But that's what you saw after these reveries of a quiet, nonverbal uh, stay of a few days. And, and that happened many, many, many times. Wow. Yeah. Yes. In my experience, Trudy, with the passing of my mother, you know, and I was there every step of the way, and the passing of my father-in-law or my ex-father-in-law, in both cases, my mom was waiting for my little brother to arrive, and in my ex-husband's case, my father-in-law was waiting for him to arrive, mm-hmm. and both people held on far beyond what the initial uh, doctors and nurses at hospice had told us, and then passed very, very shortly within hours after seeing the one they were waiting for. Is that something that's a common occurrence, or is that just something that happened within our family? Very, very, very common. Very common. I I was caring for an African-American lady one night. She had raised a whole family filled with children, all of whom were college graduates. She was so proud of them. She raised them against all odds. I sat with her one evening, and as they praised and they sang and they read scripture and uh, with her, and I thought, well, I'll just wait because she's going to die now. I mean, she had respirations of four and no palpable pulses, and I kept waiting and waiting and waiting. And so soon the family said to me, oh, will you say some scripture with him? And I said, oh, dear Jesus, please let me remember something <laughs> completely. <laughs> so I recited the, the 23rd Psalm beautifully, and then I left. And in the next morning when I walked in, they said, you're not going to believe Mama. But I had been doing hospice nursing for quite a while, so I believe everything. And I I walked in and she was sitting up in the bed and she said to me, you pray real good, honey. So she had heard me. And with that, there was a lot of noise at the front door and this big, handsome, handsome man walked in. And he was the son she had been waiting for. And he said, I'm here now, Mama. And he was in charge of the family. And there were eight or nine or ten children. And he said, I'm here now, Mama. Everything is in order. She said, then I think I'll go now. Bye-bye. And she died. And oh I my god. with my mouth open. <laughs> I could not believe it, but she'd simply been waiting for him and when he got there she was free to leave. Wow. That's common. Isn't that remarkable? Uh, you know, I think so many times we see movies of these kinds of things mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and you see stories and you think, "Oh, this is just mm-hmm. Hollywood. This is mm-hmm. just fabricated." No, but no. obviously you are here to attest that yeah. um these are these are not fictitious. This oh, really no. happens. They really are there. And, yeah. and many times a, a parent will not want to die in front of a particular child. 
Yes, I'm sure that they are very protective. Trudy, we're going to pick this up on the other side of the break. We've got a commercial coming up. And Mm -hmm. Trudy Harris is here to let us know that there's more to death than simply ceasing to live. In Glimpses of Heaven, retired hospice nurse Trudy Harris offers an intimate look at the final days of moments of terminal terminal illness and people dying. And she's going to share some more uh, stories with us on the other side of the break, um, helping us see both sides of living and dying. Uh, We're here with Trudy Harris on Military Mom Talk Radio. We'll be back in just a few moments. And if you want to check out her website while we're at break, go to glimpsesofheavenbook.com. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Hey, kids. Do you think you're creative? Do you want to be? Don't have enough time for your arts, crafts, and hobbies? Or do you just need a kick in the pants? Hi, I'm Mark Lipinski, the host of Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski, right here on TogiNet Radio. Come on and join me every Wednesday afternoon for some creative inspiration and two of the fastest, fun-filled hours of your week. Hey, need ideas? How about a little motivation and a lot of inspiration? Join the fun on Creative Mojo with me, Mark Lipinski. I'm here live every Wednesday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern, 1 Pacific, right here on toginet.com. Now what are you waiting for? Ready to learn and play with Mrs. A, your host, Barbara Allison, Mondays at 11 a.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Did you know that kids are only 20% of the population, but they are 100% of the future? How are you preparing your child for that future? The years between the ages of 0 and 6 are crucial for learning and development. Barbara Allison is a teacher, parent, and author on supporting children's early learning. Learning starts even before a child is born, and parents are children's first teacher. Join Mrs. A for ideas, tips, and suggestions for fun learning and play activities as she helps you support your child. Starting early is starting smart. For more on Mrs. A, her books, the show, and her blog, check out her website, 123kindergarten.com. Then, come learn and play with Mrs. A with your host, Barbara Allison, Mondays at 11 a.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Because there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd. And for those of you that missed the first half of the show, please check us out on iTunes under Military Mom Talk Radio. You can also hear this 
and other broadcasts. We have over 150 of them at iTunes and at militarymomtalkradio.com, as well as our host station, toginet.com. Now, Rob, we're celebrating a little benchmark this month. We've gone over 50,000 downloads, and we are reached in over 16 countries now. And that brings me to a great question, Rob, that you and I were talking about on the break with loved ones that passed away far away. So why don't you bring that question to Trudy and to our listeners? Well, this was one of the questions when I was perusing the book. And, of course, Sandra, um, when you, as you realize, you were not near your mom when she was so ill. I lived with my mother when she uh, died. So um, distance was was not an issue for me. But I I wonder, Trudy, uh, what words you might have, especially with military families who are all over the world and may not be near their loved ones to say goodbye, what, how can you comfort, as a hospice person, how can you be comforting those families and ease the guilt or ease the pain of them not being able to be close enough to physically say goodbye? Um, I, I have been involved in caring for the dying really for probably about 37 or 38 years, long before I entered into the hospice programs. I stayed with friends and was with friends, and I have retired, but I continue because people know you as hospice, so I continue to be with them, getting them admitted and everything else. Um, I came to understand at the moment of death, everyone you have ever loved and everyone who has ever loved you is with you as you die. I do not know how that happens, but God allows it. For instance, a patient will say, one patient said to me, "Um, is Aunt May coming back into the room or has she gone for the night? I didn't know who Aunt May was, so I went into the hall and asked the family, is Aunt May coming back? Well, they all looked shocked at me. And I said, Aunt May, they said, Aunt May died 29 years ago. She raised him. She came to visit him. People have said to me when they're waiting for a son or a daughter to come and visit them, they know they're on their way, and they will say, Sally came in this afternoon. Sally's on a plane coming in. Sally wasn't physically there for us to see, but the patient experienced that. God allows those things to happen. Those are not hallucinations. A man has a son in prison. Usually I could get a lot of prisoners out in shackles with guards. But this man's son I could not because he'd committed a heinous murder. Mm-hmm. And he kept saying to me, I'm not going to die until I see him. I'm not going to die. And I prayed so hard. Oh, Lord, what are you going to do? He really, really, really needs to die. He was, he just, he was, you could pick the skin off his bone. Mm-hmm. And uh, one day I walked in, he was sitting on the bed, and he said to me, you didn't tell me, did you? Oh, thought, Lord, what did you do? And he said, sit down here, sister. I have a story to tell you. And he told me all about his son coming to visit him. He told me what he wore, what color shirt, a plaid shirt he had, khakis. Told me that he was losing his hair and told me that they'd had a wonderful conversation during which he promised, even though he would never be out, that he would stay in touch with his mother, that he would remember her on all the special days, and that he would love her and that he uh, loved his dad very much, and the dad forgave him. And the man said, and he stayed with me for quite a while, and I said, well, is he here now? No, he left. He left this afternoon. The man died the next day. 
totally, totally positive that his his son had seen him and visited with him. And I don't doubt it for a moment. I don't know how God does that, but I don't know how God does most things. <laughs> so That's everybody, so everybody who's ever been with, ever, ever loved you, and anybody you have ever loved, they are present to you when you leave this earth for eternity. And nobody ever dies alone. Someone always comes for you. Always. Mm. Be an angel, be a family member, be someone. And they will tell you about that. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross said that 50 years ago, and everybody said, oh, sure they do. But, of course, hospice nurses who do this work every day know that that's true. They write to me all the time, hospice nurses and doctors, and say, thank you for telling our stories. This is the way it is every day for us, too. Uh, that's, Trudy, that's was, oh, I'm sorry, Rob. Um, no, go ahead. Yeah, I was just saying how remarkable that is. Yeah, it is. It is. People would say to me, oh, it's got to be so depressing, that kind of nursing. I said, oh, but it isn't. It just isn't. And when children are dying, children will tell you, oh, they'll come running in the house when you're visiting with the parent. And they'll say, mommy, mommy, guess who came to the swings with me today? Who? Jesus. Really? Yes, he said the next time he comes for me, he's going to take me with him. Oh my and the do- child will die within a couple of days. One mother was holding her little girl, and she'd had, obviously, a very, very hard time giving her permission, which is so important when someone is dying. They need to know you're going to be okay, and, and uh, particularly. And this uh, mother was holding her little six-year-old, and she said, you know, if you sense that Jesus is calling you home, you know, you can go with him. We will all be fine. We will never forget you. And she looked at her mother straight in the face and said, Mommy, Jesus is holding my hand now. I have to go. And she died. And the mother told that at the child's funeral. She said, I can't not tell it. So that's, these things are very, very, very common. Very, and they're children, very... Yeah. Children tell, tell you like it is. Real. Oh, very they're very real. real. Oh, yes, they are. You know, it's as common. Just, yeah, it's natural to them. It's like, pass the salt, please. I mean, it's just like it's not all shock and awe to them. They're telling you it as they're experiencing it and is as natural to them uh, as anything they have ever experienced before. It's not out of the realm of, you know, it just doesn't um, come across as anything but real, but what they have experienced. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and I guess to yeah. me, what struck me so much in your book is that, you know, when I think about the passing of my grandma and my mom, who mm-hmm. passed the minute my dad went to get some food, he had sat with her for many hours, it just took mm-hmm. that minute for him to leave, my mom passed the minute everybody mm-hmm. turned away and was pouring over, you know, photo mm-hmm. albums, and she was free mm-hmm. to go. Mm-hmm. Um What Thanks. I'd like to ask you, and this is my own personal question, this didn't come from Facebook, mm-hmm. um, and I learned from your book to give my mom permission to go. You know, yes. I just I think that was the best gift. You gave me mm-hmm. many gifts, but that was one of the best gifts that I could say, you know what, Mom, you're tired. It's okay. I'll yes. be fine. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And when before she passed, she said to me, Sam, don't worry. She's like, I'll just be in the other room. And then when she did pass, about a week after she died, she came to me, I believe, in a dream, and she said how wonderful it was and that she was so busy and there were so many people to talk to. Mm -hmm. And had I not read your book, I would have thought I'd lost my mind. (laughs) I know. I know. People, my third book, which I'm writing now, is about the experiences people have 
of their loved ones after they die. I'd love oh, you, you to write my mind. I would like you to write your dream and send it to me. Oh, I would love that. I would. Because I really it's would. real. You yeah. know, it's real, and I sound so crazy when I tell people this. It's like my mom came to me, and it was as clear as day, and I said, yes. how is it I'm going to see you? And she's laughing. Yes. I can yes. see you, too. And yeah. it, it just, you know, and I, I guess I just wanted some confirmation from oh. you that those <laughs> things are real. Oh, those things are very, very real. And people write to me daily. I have hundreds of stories like that. I could fill, I can't even begin to tell you how many books. My mother used to say to me, and she was not given to any kind of woo-woo story, she used to say. She'd say, you know, Daddy was in bed with me last night. He threw his leg over my thigh like he always held me. And when I reached back, his leg wasn't there, but I felt him. Another woman wrote, and she said she felt the side of the bed go down, and so she sat up frightened at first, and she looked over her shoulder, and she said, there was my handsome husband. He was glowing, and he just squeezed me, and I laid right back down as if it was the most natural thing, as if he was actually still alive, and I laid back down, and I fell asleep, and when I looked up, he had gone. I mean, these things are normal. They are natural. And there is easily understood now, years ago when I started hospice nursing in the early 80s, people would sort of look at you and they thought, doctors particularly thought hospice nurses were nice middle-aged ladies who liked to hold hands with people when they were dying. They did not realize the role they played. Now doctors write to me and say, I'm so grateful after reading your book. I don't feel quite so badly when I can't do anything for a patient anymore, I always write to them, I say, there is one divine physician, and he is not you. You know, you did everything you could possibly do to give that person a good life for as long as you could. But now it's in the hands of God. And so they were very relieved to know that more happened to their patient after the last time they saw them mm-hmm. in an office or a hospital visit, you know. Mm. Uh, we've only got about a minute left uh trudy what's your one statement that you could give someone who is either in the dying process or with someone who's in the dying process i think it is very 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 important and it was a learning lesson for me and i was raised in the church but the the depth of unconditional love that our creator has for every single solitary person he has ever created is awesome to watch play out because you see him do uh, things over and over and over again that are wooing people back to his heart. If he's the creator of the universe and every one of us in it, he wants everyone home. And someone who has a prognosis of two weeks and lives two years and you ask them, why do you think God left you here this long? They say, I think he was giving me time to find him. Have you found oh. him? Yes, I have. So all I can tell you is we as human beings cannot even begin to understand the love that our creator, by whatever name you know him, yeah. loves. He loves desperately. Oh, Trudy Harris, this is such a beautiful segment. I am so excited to share your book with all of our listeners. Glimpses of Heaven, more glimpses of Heaven. And as you just said, we've got a third one on the way. Please yes. come back, Trudy, when you had the you. third one ready for us. Glimpsesofheavenbook.com. Coming up on the other side of the break, you'll want to join us. We've got Troop Swap. Find out more on Military Mom Talk Radio. Thank you so much. We'll be right back. 
Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Hey, kids. Do you think you're creative? Do you want to be? Don't have enough time for your arts, crafts, and hobbies? Or do you just need a kick in the pants? Hi, I'm Mark Lipinski, the host of Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski, right here on TogiNet Radio. Come on and join me every Wednesday afternoon for some creative inspiration and two of the fastest, fun-filled hours of your week. Hey, need ideas? How about a little motivation and a lot of inspiration? Join the fun on Creative Mojo with me, Mark Lipinski. I'm here live every Wednesday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern, 1 Pacific, right here on toginet.com. Now what are you waiting for? In the annals of recorded history, there has never been anything that can compare to home movies. But now in this modern era, where do you turn for the best information? Right here. It's the Home Movie Legacy Project. Hosted by Rhonda Vigent. Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Learn how to organize, digitize, share on social media, use as genealogy research, repurpose or even monetize found footage. Discover ways to find films about your own family that you didn't even know existed. Or create a documentary that can use the power of home movies to deliver a message that can impact the lives of many. For more on Rhonda and the show, go to our website, homemovielegacy.com. Then be here as the journey continues with the Home Movie Legacy Project with Rhonda Vigent. Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. We'll put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. Help us out. Put your name at the top of his list and a statue of liberty started shaking. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and we just finished an outstanding couple of segments with Trudy Harris of Glimpses of Heaven. I wanted to share with you the most important thing that I think came out of our segments today. Rob, there were many of them, but the thing that she said about our troops, our service men and women who do pass away in the field, that do pass away from their loved ones, after 38 years in hospice, uh, nursing care, helping the dying transition, her advice to us and her information to us was that no one ever dies alone. There's always someone loving there or many people to meet them and help them with their transition. And I would love this message to go to every Blue Star mom out there. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Uh, we'll have her back. We're definitely going to have her back. So lots more questions. And we hope everybody uh, writes their thoughts and opinions to us so that we can have her back and have lots more to ask. Absolutely. And now you've got Troop Swap coming up. I just love that name, Troop Swap. 
I do too. I know. Well, we have Caitlin McClary Horn and we have Jason Strickland with us. They are from Troop Swap, um, and I'm going to let them uh, give us a little more information on what this all is. It sounds like kind of this uh, little flea market standing there, and we've got to swap uh, hats or patches or something. Jason and Caitlin, I know that's not what you're all about. Please, <laughs> please know that we're so glad you're here to tell us a little more about it. Jason, do we have Jason? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Great. Thank oh, you for, for having both of us here. We're excited to be on and just to share with you all of the great things that we're doing uh, through Troop Swap and then our proprietary uh, military verification Troop ID as we reach out to our 90,000 uh, military and veteran and family members uh, across the country offering deals and discounts that are exclusive for that, that community, which we want to honor. And, and that's our mantra is to to reward a life of service. So thank you for having both of us on today. Now, as I understand it, so there's actually a twofold element to this organization, one of which is that you are helping brands to honor military service through online discounts and, and whatnot. Are you actually helping them to validate the, uh, the uh, veteran status? Is that what you're doing? Hi, yeah, what we're doing. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, yeah, I, I can't, I'll, uh, I'll take this one because I think it's important to go over kind of the, the background of our company. Um, Thanks, because I think it's really powerful to, to explain, uh, for us to uh, explain to you and your listeners how, how our company came to be. Um, we're actually co-founded by two former Army Rangers named Blake Hall and Matt Thompson, and they served in the Army as Rangers um, around the time of 9-11 and, and shortly thereafter. Um, they both did a, or they did a combined five tours to Iraq and Afghanistan uh, between the two of them. And then they actually both transitioned out of the service and went to Harvard Business School uh, at the, in the same year, back in 2008, when they went to pursue their MBAs. Um, it was actually at Harvard that Matt and Blake met and obviously formed an instant friendship over their common ground of having served in the military and being there at business school together. And it was there that they started to think about a company that they could create because they both knew, you know, all too well the pain points of, of a life of service and the wonderful points of it as well and, and kind of what the military community needs. And what they thought of is a platform online where members of the military community could go and share experiences, gain benefits, sell things to one another, take advantage of discounts and deals. And that is actually where the concept for Truth Swap came to life, which I think is pretty neat. Um, so they actually incorporated the company back in 2010 and had a couple of different business models that they were toying around with initially. The first business model and concept for our company was actually that of like a military Craigslist. That's probably the best way that I can describe it. And where, you know, if I'm Caitlin and I live in Virginia Beach and I find out that I have orders to San Diego and I need to sell my couch, I can go to Troop Swap and lift my couch on there and know with confidence that someone in the military community is going to buy that from me and that'll be a safe and secure transaction. So that was actually the initial concept for it. But that wasn't actually a way they discovered after a few weeks of throwing that idea around that that wasn't the best way to gain users and, and grow a distribution base right off the bat. This was obviously very important in order for the company to be a success. 
So that's mm. when they looked around at the other daily deal models, such as those of Living Social and Groupon, and those are their very large daily deal companies. And that's when we changed the business model for TroopSwap to be a deal and discount platform where we are essentially a daily deal platform that is exclusively for the military community. Um, they took that and ran with it, and we actually launched our website on May 23rd of 2011. So we're actually coming up here on our two-year anniversary of being a company that's live in operations with a, a live website, which is very exciting. We're so excited about that. Um, and it's been, it's been uh, an exciting and uh, very evolving ride ever since. So that's, that's the troop swap product line that we have is, is daily deals and ongoing military discounts for military-friendly businesses to offer to our user base of active duty service members, veterans, their spouses, and family members. Our other product line is called Troop ID, and that is an online verification tool that Jason was referencing earlier, um, where brands that have e-commerce websites, such as Overstock.com and UnderArmor.com, I'm sure you all are familiar with those big brands, actually now offer secure military discounts online on their e-commerce site using Troop ID on their checkout flows. So if you go to underarmor.com right now and you put an item such as a tank top in your shopping cart, when you go through the checkout flow now, you will actually be prompted at the very end when you're about to place your order with a widget that says, are you a member of the military community? If so, you can validate your affiliation using Troop ID and that'll instantly apply a military discount of 10% to your order in real time. So we're so excited about that because that's bringing military discounts to the web for the first time ever, which is, which is obviously really powerful. Absolutely now, powerful. For, like, military family, like if you're a military mom of a soldier or you're a military, you said paramilitary, I can't remember what you said, um, but does that affect if you're a girlfriend and you're buying something, you know, what, what are the parameters with that? Yes, so, so it is military spouses as far as, you know, the, the spousal relationship. Um, that is limited to military spouses, so they, they would need to be married. But, but say if, you know, if, if you're uh, a girlfriend or a fiancé of someone that's after duty or a veteran, you know, they can sign up for an account, and you all can take advantage of the benefits that way using that account since they are eligible for membership. So if you're a mom or a dad of a service member and you're, you know, I think of a lot of our pods, our parents of deployed service members, you know, they're not active duty, obviously, but their son or daughter is, and they could sign up for an account and get a discount uh, with their military affiliation. That is correct, yes, because they're direct family members of that service member, yes. That's pretty neat. That yeah. is pretty neat. Now, how? Um, wh- where does one go to sign up for an account, first of all? Because I'm sure that our military families are wanna, going to want to jump right on this. How can we uh, put this into an action plan? Well, we have two uh, addresses or URLs where you can sign up for your Troop Swap account and your Troop ID account. There are two separate memberships, but they essentially serve the same purpose. Um, a troop ID is essentially a digital ID card that verifies your military identity, and that is that is the membership that allows you to gain access to those online discounts on other third-party sites such as Under Armour, Overstock.com, etc. Your troop swap email uh, or account uh, you can sign up for at troopswap.com, and that will put you on our email listserv where we will email you our featured offer of the day. Um, which is a daily email that goes out at 5 o'clock Eastern, depending on, or I'm sorry, 5 o'clock a.m., 
in whichever respective time zone you live in. Um, so that's a daily email that is sent to you with a featured offer of the military-friendly business of that day. Hmm. Now, J- Jason, you're, uh, you were serving in the military. I want to um, make sure that we acknowledge that. Is that correct? That's correct. I'm a retired Army. I retired about 18 months ago after uh, doing 20 years uh, in the service and, and spending time all over the world. And it's just been, it was, it was a great, great time. And now I'm excited to kind of transition into this thing, which benefits military families uh, still. And I can do that uh, out of uniform. Now, was your experiences that you had, say, at the PX or whatever, uh, so, sort of ha- having to do with why you became a part of TroopSwap? I think I became part of TroopSwap because I saw the value of what they're doing, the benefit uh, to military families. Uh, there's a lot of daily deal uh, sites out there that offer great great offers to, to our community. But what, what makes this unique is that... It's specifically for our military community. We talk about honoring those who have served or if you're one who is worried about those who have served or are serving. And so I think it's just a, a great platform to reach out to them. The other part that kind of attracted me to, um, to Troop Swap was the fact that we give 10% of our profits back to the Wounded Warrior Project. And that was important to me to have a, a philanthropic aspect to what I'm doing because I still want to serve perhaps just in a different capacity now. That's fantastic to know. Um, and actually, we are closing out the show. We're coming right to the end. Um, Jason or Caitlin, I, I'm not sure who would answer this, but um, I'd like you to repeat the URL so that we will have people flocking to your websites. Yeah, I can go ahead and do that. It's www.troopswap.com. And okay. it's just for anybody who's a veteran or active duty or a military family member, a spouse of them, that they can sign up and be verified online uh, in order to obtain those, those great benefits and deals. Oh, that's fantastic. Caitlin McCleary-Horn and Jason Strickland, thanks. We're going to have you back another time because I have a feeling as, as much as you are growing since 2011, we're going to have lots more to hear from you uh, from Troop Swap, and we're so glad that you could join us. I want to invite everybody to come next week. We've got Jody Bramer joining us next week. She's been a wonderful uh, therapist, family therapist, um, psychologist. She has so many answers for us and always makes us feel really powerful after we've chatted with her and our veteran correspondents coming back next week we've got steve boyd joining us he has been out in the field and he's got lots to report back to us so please uh, join us again next week for military mom talk radio or find us on itunes and militarymomtalkradio.com have a great week everyone <laughs>